The Saturday Social with Rachel Ryan. 98 98 FM. 98 FM, you're listening to The Saturday Social with Rachel. Now, Christmas time, even though it's an enjoyable time, can cause some tensions and stresses, particularly when it comes to family. And this year, being a COVID Christmas, it brings with it an extra layer of stress and tension. Well, joining me now with some tips on how we can overcome a few of these issues is psychologist and presenter of Body, Mind, Self on YouTube, Dr. John Francis Leader. John, thanks a million for your time. Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing great, John. Now, first off, Christmas, as we know, can be a stressful time kind of anyway for a lot of people. A lot of tension sometimes around families. But of course, this year with COVID, it's almost adding an extra layer of tension for some people. But I suppose that's inevitable given the year we've had. Yeah, it's so true. And uh, this time of year, I I typically get people contact me and they say, look, can you help me with Christmas? You know, it's a reason for people to attend therapy in and of itself. Yeah. Now, the smarter people have learned to not do the sessions in the new year after Christmas, but to do it before to prepare so they feel a bit more ease within themselves so they don't have as many problems they're starting the new year with. That's a good idea. It is, you know, it is. It's a really challenging thing at the best of times. Very often, a lot of people are in an enclosed space. People haven't seen each other in a long time. And as you say, this year, of course, with COVID uh, on top of it, that just mm. adds another kind of layer of complexity. And I think for some people as well, they there's an expectation that Christmas is going to be amazing and relaxing and all these things. And you almost forget that, hold on, as, as lovely as Christmas can be, there's a lot of stresses that come with it. Do we yeah. need to kind of work on maybe lowering our expectations yeah you're exactly right and you know in working with people at the moment on exactly this topic everybody's a little bit different and you know we all have our own areas that need more or less attention depending on our makeup or our family situation or even our our, our accommodation where we're going to be having christmas really i think it boils down to, to three things that typically i think are important one is clarifying what actually is happening over christmas and communicating that in advance so there is a bit of buy-in and then the second thing as you rightly said is kind of adapting expectations knowing that look this isn't every Christmas this is a bit of a unique Christmas uh, so being able to kind of limit those expectations in some ways and the third one sort of sounds obvious but having done all of that is just enjoying it <laughs> because what you want to do I suppose is a bit like a fire extinguisher it's good to have it but you don't need to worry about fire the whole time True. you know you kind of do your planning in advance well all going well like we say like so many things have been up in the air this year but all going well Christmas week up to three households are allowed to meet um, in a household. But let's just talk about family dynamics here because, you know, I'm sure there's already been lots of conversations about who's going to who for dinner. Certain people won't be able to come to somewhere for a certain dinner. People might be getting offended. Why are they going and I'm not going? How do we even start having conversations like that with loved yeah, ones? It, 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 it's a tricky one. <laughs> and look, there's no one perfect way, but there's probably least worse ways. You know, okay. so if we can aim for that, at least we're heading in the right direction and I think one part of that is just communicating to begin with Mm. you know and sometimes having a a family or a multi-family whatsapp group or whatever format uh, works for you can be really useful and just saying what's the story how is this going to work what are people's concerns one way or the other Mm -hmm. and trying to have some sense of empathy for people's positions even if we don't quite agree with them because you know some people are of course rightly so terrified of of illness and and, and COVID other people are terrified of not being connected with people they're mm, close to. Mm. So we're very often there's 
kind of multiple fears competing with each other. It is, you know, it's really tricky and I don't think there's any one right answer to all of this. Um, but, you know, and obviously there are certain rules that, you know, people have to abide by at this time. But I think everyone has an individual plan for themselves or, or what they're comfortable with. And that can be really different for people. So you'll have like two people with totally different expectations in the one household how do you go yeah. about managing that and making sure everyone's comfortable it, it is so tricky and the, tr the reason is because of that multi-person dynamic this is part of the process of family mm. you're not just a family family is an ongoing thing that you do <laughs> you relate with each other and you have a relationship so yeah. you know if the, the kind of the moral is if these people are important enough to have christmas with to have the holiday season with they're also important enough to be able to communicate your fears and concerns mm. with it. And the goal, I think, as much as possible psychologically is that the expectations are as aligned as is possible. So mm. that not that somebody is showing up on the day and all of a sudden they thought it was going to be one way and they yes. feel almost offended that it's something totally different. Yeah, making everyone aware beforehand is definitely key. Now, the next thing I want to ask you about is it's not just solely with families. I've noticed it with friends, with colleagues. You know, obviously, again, with the restrictions that are in place, we're in level three things like indoor dining and certain things are actually allowed at the moment but i know a lot of people are again are, are unsure whether they should go out whether they, they should say they're going out and there's a few kind of raised eyebrows and, and judgment over you know people who choose to go out and, and you know have a meal or that kind of thing how do we work on our judgment of people well, i certainly hear from a lot of people i work with that a lot of people really preferred actually the strict lockdown mm. from you know back in the, the it's start more black and white i suppose because there was clarity yeah. wasn't there you know people yeah. knew what they were doing and what they weren't doing when you bring this ambiguity in, the problem is inevitably people read that differently. So we already know some people drive without seatbelts and you know other people don't drive at all. You know, there's yeah. so much difference, individual difference when it comes to risk management. But also it's just practically are we living with somebody in a vulnerable group? Are we in one ourselves, etc. So if we can kind of know where our boundaries are, then you know th th that's gonna have to be the, the baseline for our own yeah. level of interaction. Now John last thing for you right couples okay couples yeah. who are in one household and one person might be super strict about restrictions one person not so much december 18th one person wants to have you know a household over the other person is not so sure how do we work on a compromise in a situation like that no, I'm trying to figure that out myself at the moment. So if, if, if any listeners have any ideas, I'll, 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 I'll happily take them. No, it's a really challenging one. And this is what we're doing at the moment, is having this extended conversation. As I mentioned, that communication is important, yeah. so people's expectations are the same. So to what degree does that work? It needs to be everybody who's going to be meeting and coming into contact needs, I think, consent is sort of the, the, the key word here. Yes. You could also have that most of the members of the families are being very careful beforehand, but one person's out having raves every night of the week. <laughs> That's yeah. obviously going to be an issue. It's no harm if people are together to a point, kind of in a, a, in a fun way almost, an enforcer. So Uncle Bob is going to be the COVID enforcer, Chris. <laughs> the COVID officer. And Maura, exactly. <laughs> and they can have their air horn or they can shout at you, but in a funny, playful way, if the standards are slipping, particularly people had a few drinks or whatever, they're going to be on that. Yeah, we should grab grab the old Vuvuzelas. Do you remember them from a few years ago? Get, yes, get them yeah, out of exactly. the wardrobe, get your megaphones. And some brilliant tips there for what is going to be a tricky but hopefully still enjoyable COVID Christmas this year. Psychologist and presenter of Body, Mind, Self on YouTube. And you can find out more on jfl.com. Psychologist Dr. John Francis Leader, thank you very much for your time on the show today.
Always great to chat. Come on. The Saturday Social with Rachel Ryan. 98. 98.